everyone, and welcome to episode 8 of State of My Sports at State of MI Sports. We talk about the teams we love and you love in this great state of Michigan. Stay in touch with us on our social media, State of MI Sports on Instagram and Twitter. Also, like our Facebook page, State of MI Sports. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast uh, so you're alerted when a new episode is out. We want to know what you like, what you dislike, what you want to hear, and let us know your opinion on all of our topics. We're going to break down the Pistons and Red Wings drafts, maybe a little bit of a free agency preview. And then we're also going to talk about an NFL list of the NFL top 100 players. Uh, we're going to figure out, you know, kind of who's number one and where the Lions are at. And, of course, we're going to do our beer grades. I am Sam Waldart, and with me today I have Travis Nickel and Kyle Fossey. Trav, I was hovering around the social media today. Did you guys buy – a, a camper we did okay can you tell us a little about that so we went camping on wednesday of last week through sunday in a tent and oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right and we've had we've had good luck with a tent when it's just trisha and i you know and it's been fine we made it work it's good times you yeah. had a child into that amplifies like i've been wanting a trailer for years because like i've camped my whole life trisha hasn't and so we so we went camping and it rained it was nasty and this and that we get home we leave saturday because i think trisha was just over it we leave saturday we were supposed to leave sunday we go to church on sunday on our way to church we see a trailer looks nice trisha like sees it i see it we're like oh yeah we'll check it on the way home we check it on the way home Bought it. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> there were no offerings going into that plate that day, I'm assuming. Oh, you guys no. like, no, like, we're going to hold our 10% back today, just in case this is what we want to buy. For sure. <laughs> I, pull, I pulled out of church. I, luckily, we got direct deposit with that nowadays. But <laughs> I pulled out of church, went right, went past the thing. This is when I knew I was going to buy it. Trisha walked in. She saw bunk bed. She got all excited. The first time I've ever see her, seen her excited about a trailer or, like, a camper. <laughs> I knew she was in. So, like, within a few hours, I'd already called my dad. Just make sure to have him check it out. And already just bought it. Yeah. I, just, I just said, you know what? I could, she was, She's in. I'm putting the money down. We're in. So, yeah. we, uh, we bought it, and we're excited. It's got a little work. I mean, no leaks. Got to clean it, but. Hey. Does it have Wi-Fi so you can do the podcast when you're out camping? I wish. I'll tell you right now, it's better in a tent because no way you can get no Wi-Fi in a tent. Yeah. We might sure. have some Wi-Fi. We'll find yeah. that we'll out. Yeah, we'll figure that out when it's time. Get some antenna. What's, what size is it? How big is it? It's a 25-footer. It's not huge. Um, I mean, it doesn't sleep. Funny, though. What? I think legally it's, or technically legally it sleeps six, but it's got – it's got a bed for Trisha and I in the front. It's got a um, bunk beds in the back, and it's got a uh, a table that can fold down into a bed, and it's got a bathroom. Nice. It's it's perfect. It's nothing big, but for what we're looking for right now, it's it's, it's perfect. glorious. Yeah. It's, Do those things run on like propane and stuff? This might be a stupid for the, question. For the heat, yeah. Okay. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. You know, you know, as soon as you said that. Uh, you were gonna ask your dad. Like, I am that same way. Like, if I'm gonna buy something, it's like I'm gonna ask my dad first. I don't know why. Right. It's like, Dad, am I allowed to do this? Like, I'm I'm 30 <laughs> right. years old and I'm asking my dad for permission. I'm like, Dad, is this the right? Like, 
for example, like I'm, I'm in the, I, a, a I don't, van shopping mode right now and long story, but we're not going to get into that. And I didn't have my dad look at it. And I'm honestly thinking about this I'm on the drive nervous, home. Right. I'm like, should I have asked my dad if I should buy this? Like right. if this goes bad and I didn't ask my dad first, this, this could look really bad on he me. Have, he's going to hold that over you. Yeah, you know, he's, like, he's gonna be like, why the heck didn't you ask me? <laughs> I think it's just that wisdom and experience you get oh, from your parents. I think so. I think it's a good sign. I think it's a good sign yeah. of a good relationship. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I hope like, Easton asks me everything. Well, and I don't know what the hell I'm doing with a with the trailer. Oh like, yeah. I've never bought a trailer before. What are you even looking for? You said I leaks. don't even. I wouldn't I, even thought of that. My in my mind, my, my the thing I didn't want is leaks. It's expensive. So like, if it's cleanish, and it's like been taken care of, and honestly, if the family looks like they're decent, yeah. It makes you feel a little bit better about it. For sure. No, so, that's a good point. Yeah, we were excited about it, but it, 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 I don't know anything about it. I told my boat one thing, told the trailer a whole different thing. Yeah. So how are you, you going to tow, tow both of them? You going to sell them too? I'm not selling a boat ever. So <laughs> I'm going to either have to get a, uh, a hitch on Trisha's van. She could probably pull the boat or just yeah. two trips. And we don't yeah. travel far, an hour, hour and a half, two hours tops, yeah. you know. For sure. Get up early the next day, go pick up the boat. That's fine. Yeah. You got a boat and a camper? We do. He's well, got the two things. Like, so I was listening to a, a, a topic the other day on uh, the Valenti show, 97.1, the ticket. And they're talking about, like, the worst people, like, the summer people. And there, there's the summer guy that has a boat. Everybody <laughs> – like, <laughs> nobody wants to be the boat guy and like because there's just so much money i think they said like oh yeah that's why i have a small boat yeah yeah be exactly. boat it's a different, like different type of boat and then it is like the camping family and then there's the cabin family it's like and his his take was i just want to be a normal person like i'm okay with who i am and i'll just have friends <laughs> that can do all of this for me right. and then i'll just jump in when i want to right so, Sam, yeah. you, you, i got you, both you know, now Sam? Sorry, what, Kyle? Do you camp at all, Sam, or not really? No, you know, I, I actually camped with Travis when we were growing up, uh, but I don't think we've, I don't think I've camped since. So, uh, well, Andrew I and I were actually talking it. about it today. Uh, if you guys would love to have us, we would love to, to give it a shot. Oh, I, I'm not staying in no to. tent. I'm not even going to even attempt that. We can pile you guys in the trailer. We'll figure yeah. it out. Yeah, maybe. Because we got to get you guys there. I mean, it, the kids love it. There's so much for them to do. See, that's my fear is that the kids are going to love it a little too much. And then the next thing you know, I'm not <laughs> buying a camper. You, you got like a five bedroom <laughs> fifth wheeler. Yeah, you know? exactly. I was, I'm going to uh, go all out if I do uh, it. <laughs> I'm going to be comfortable to the max. <laughs> Sam's going to be driving home from church. Yeah. Buy a camper. I, <laughs> well, Sam will be the one that like sends his family camping, but has the hotel nearby. Oh, that's me. <laughs> you know, 100%. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. They can sleep in the tent. And then I'll just <laughs> right, go to right. the hotel, turn on be the home when they wake up. Maybe yeah. one of those vibrating beds that take a quarter. I'm just sitting there and all all nice. And then I'll just set an alarm, wake up, you know, hour before everybody else, and and go show back up. <laughs> I'll just wake up next to Andrea. Did you sleep good? Yeah, me too. Yeah. <laughs> One thing oh, yeah. I hate about camping is like the temperature's never right. Like you're either burning hot or you're freezing your buns off. I hate well, that about camping. Right. And so imagine imagine those conditions in a tent. Yeah. You you go to bed cold and you wake up burning hot, so you right. don't know so, what to so do. You have, 
so you so exactly so in a trailer you can control the heat a little bit so if you want to get to the yeah. temperature you want you have an air conditioner or a heater yeah so like i think like my son trent and he hated it like in yeah. the he loved camping but yeah. he slept like crap and i think that convinced trisha like it's time yeah nice so, we're Very excited cool. no that's exciting i'm not a big fan of it but hey do what you want as long as it doesn't affect the podcast you have my blessing so <laughs> <laughs> so you know i i had quite the week before we get into our our beer grades i do want to tell you guys a little a little story that yeah, well, I'm, I'm very i'm very excited to hear yeah that. so for our listeners these two kyle and Travis, i did not tell them this story because it was worth it and i really don't want to tell it a whole lot because it's kind of embarrassing but i i was told that i should do it so anyways a little backstory i have three kids all three healthy strong we're happy with where it's at so you know when when a husband and wife make a decision to not have any more kids you decide to get the surgery and that literally falls on my lap to get the surgery so uh yeah so after the chaos on thursday with the totaling of the the van i was still getting snipped on friday so all right yeah kyle he knows it's coming so he's a little nervous so i got Uh. I, i i got the surgery it's not the worst thing ever if you're okay with needles. A couple needles here, a couple needles there. Okay. They cut it. What? Yeah, hold on, hold on. With couple Where do needles. the needles go? Where do you think they go? Okay, then no, I'm not comfortable <laughs> with that ever. Okay, ever. So my brother-in-law, my brother-in-law had this done. He said that's the worst part. Oh, yeah, the needles were absolutely awful. I'm not doing no needles. No. No. It, it, needles. Don't get me wrong. Why I did, did not enjoy do, it. Like, why? Dude, it's each side too. So they they do the needles. No, it's a numbing needle. They do it on the one side, and then uh-uh. after they're done, they do the other side. That's the so, same thing Joey said after they did one. He's like, I was shocked like, when okay, he said the yeah. other, and he's like, "What do you mean the other?" Yeah, like, that's exactly what I said. I was like, "Wait a second, you got to do more needles." Like I have feeling over on the right side. <laughs> like I'm just, yeah, oh. where's like. Why don't they have something that just double needles it at the same time? Yes. Because yes. it takes time. They don't want it to wear off. Anyway, uh-uh. Look, I, I'm not an expert. I did not want to become an expert because I don't want to Google anything that no. involves that area of my body. No. Um, <laughs> but anyways, left side done, right side done. Me and the doctor just, you know, talking Michigan football the whole time. It was awesome. Shut it up. was kind of fun. Trying to distract you. Yeah. Like- oh, gosh, dude. It's so funny. So he's, so at, when he's done doing the snippety snip. Is this snip, Dr. Aaron's doing this? No, or? no, it's not. It's not Dr. <laughs> so after it's so funny. Like I'm so, you're sitting there on your back and you don't really see kind of what's going on. You're just looking more up at the ceiling, but you can kind of feel a little bit and see the hand movements and stuff. <laughs> of course you do. Oh. <laughs> so he's done doing the snip. And he's sewing me back up because it takes stitches, dude. And you know, like the picture of like an old lady of sewing where she kind of goes up and all brings it all the way up to like the ceiling yeah. and then comes back down. Like that, that's what he was doing. No, and it was the most awkward. Thing. So he's like sewing it and he's like yanking and it's like how much you get knocked out during that. Like, does it cost more? I, oh, I don't know, man. I wish I would have. Just put me out. I don't think they'll do Do everything it. you ever need to. Like, no, I will snip, do it. Oh, yeah. Do some, some dental work. Just do it all. Just you get, get hammered before it? Like, what? 
What no, it was early in the morning, but so I don't want to. This is already going a little longer than I wanted, but so surgery's no, over. Keep going. Yeah, surgery's over. I'm I'm sitting there with just the doctor. He helps me get like so. You, afterwards, you have to get these like compression shorts to hold things in place. So you put on these. He helps me get on these shorts, and he walks out of the room. You know, we shake hands. He says good job i said hey i appreciate all the work and all that good stuff so anyways he walks out of the room and i decide hands what (laughs) i decide that i'm gonna get dressed and and as i'm doing that i look at my phone i got a text message from a guy from work just trying to you know encourage me say hey we're there for you we're both counting on you who uh why are they counting on you no it's a it's a that was a airplane reference, uh, but anyways. Oh, he, oh it's a great movie. I know yes, the reference. very good movie. Yeah, so, anyways, I get this favorites. text message, and he's he's asking me how it went, and I'm getting ready to text him back. So I start texting him back as I'm getting dressed, right? And I start mid mid text. I start not feeling good, and I get dizzy, and I so I I quickly just I find a seat. Boom. Last thing I remember. I pass out. What? Yes. I passed out from this surgery. So all I was doing was trying to get dressed and I pass out and I, I luckily I found a chair because like I was I out. I passed out listening to you. Yeah. I can't. Me too. Like, oh, oh. Of boredom probably. But no, like, so no, I was boredom. out for at least 10 minutes Beer. based on, based on the text Beer. messaging and all that. I didn't even get to finish the text message, but dude, best Worst part and best part and most embarrassing part about it. So I pass out. I wake up in a chair trying to figure out where I am. I'm looking left. What? I'm looking right. Like, and then I'm starting to get my bearings. And I look down. There is piss all over the floor. <laughs> <laughs> so I pass out in this chair. And I piss myself. No. Still wearing the shorts. No. My phone is, like, <laughs> sitting in piss. Oh. Awful. So then I'm like, okay, I'm I'm figuring out what just happened. I'm like, all right, I passed out. Next thing you know, I'm Wait, getting sick. Hold on, hold on. What made you, like, were you in pain or what made you pass out? It must have been pain or the <gasps> the the shots, all that stuff. I have no idea. No way. So I know what made you pass out. They put a needle in <laughs> Yeah, they put needles yeah, in. Yeah, like, very well, they shouldn't. personal spot and it was very uncomfortable. But so, all right, so... I wake up, I figure out where I am, and then I start getting sick to my stomach. Oh, so no. I literally, like, I crawl to the bathroom, and I get sick, right? Oh. Is so I'm, there to I got a little bit on the floor, a, lot of bit, a little bit in the toilet, and I'm just like, so I'm sick to my stomach. I feel like I'm going to pass out again. Like, who's around you? Exactly. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. But then yeah, I'm like, thinking is like, isn't this their job? Yeah. Like, right. somebody minutes to put there. on a pair of pants should have should have been a red flag there. So, I I get my bearings. I'm like, all right. There's no way I'm gonna let this nurse come in this room and piss all over the floor and puke all over the floor. So I Why? start cleaning it up, and I'm I'm literally sweating. I imagine I was whiter oh. than a ghost. Like it was just awful. I'm so you super uncomfortable. Yeah. So yeah. I clean it all up and then I'm just like about ready to pass out. So I crawl over to the door, open the door. <laughs> and I can picture this girl's face. I just on the floor, Uh-oh. I open the door. I'm like, hello. <laughs> she's like, <laughs> she like startled her. I'm like, can you get the doctor please? <laughs> and she's oh, like, so God. she takes three steps, one direction. 
shakes her head and turns around, goes the other direction. Next thing you know, there's two nurses in there helping me get in my seat. And I'm like, oh my God. They're giving me like apple juice to try to get sugars in me. And like, they're giving me water. I was, it took me a good like 45 minutes to kind of like regain everything. Oh my gosh. I imagine. Yeah. So I'm I'm supposed to have this done in like two to three months. (laughs) (laughs) So, So where was the doctor? I, nobody he helping didn't, you. He didn't care. He was moved on to some other sack, I think. So, well, <laughs> <laughs> what's that? Woman. What? Uh, like Grand Rapids Urology, or, or? Uh, it was out on East Paris. I don't know what it was called. But dude, it That's was it was great place. I'm it was sure. quite the experience. Very embarrassing. I don't know why I just shared that, but I thought it'd be funny. Cancel. So I'm gonna cancel. Yeah, it. just cancel it and be like. I'd rather give up sex the rest of my life <laughs> than go the, through that again. <laughs> last, my bro, Joey, the last guy who I know had my brother-in-law, um, and he was he was pretty good, I think, after. But he's like, you have no idea what that needle is like. It's invasive. Like, yes. <laughs> yes. Like. <laughs> It really is. It, like Tra- Trav is on mute right now, and you can see him laughing. It's <laughs> terrible. Oh, so if anybody ever tells you that that it's a very simple procedure, like you can just kick them right in the nuts and be like, "All right, right. buddy, yeah." I'll tell you right now, you can you can put this and mark it down. Yeah, there's, I ain't doing it. Yeah, there's vasectomy doctors over there listening. They're like, kids, but oh, I, the but cat's I, out of the bag. It's actually harder than what they claimed. So I mean, I mean, I I'm think I can figure out a way to not get here. not impregnate my wife. <laughs> yeah, I can. I mean, What'd you say, Kyle? I might be I'm having sorry. her take. Sorry, <laughs> backtrack. I might be having her take those ovulation tests forever. <laughs> Just <laughs> so you know when not to do. It. Yeah, exactly. So you know when not to. Like, like, right. <laughs> Oh, you want to do it? No. <laughs> no, sorry. No, well, ovulation. I got, yes. So, I got a headache. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah so I got another stuff tonight. Yeah. You know what? I got a sore throat coming on. Yeah, I'm just, I'm starting to think more kids is the answer, man. I'm yeah, not. exactly. <laughs> Lawrence has the, you already have enough there, Kyle. Yeah, yeah Lawrence <laughs> got seven. Exactly. I, mean, so. I got, I got some room to give here, I think. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe we should add another ba- uh, should have bedroom in that vas- basement. <laughs> yes. You should have had yours a couple of days ago. <laughs> yeah, so that was that was my weekend, and I was laid up late most of the weekend just kind of trying to recover. Uh, it, was, it was quite the experience, and I, I hope nobody else ever has to go through that. I think they should um, – Make ban it, ban it. illegal. Yeah, <laughs> there's got to be a lot of other things. Yeah, like, like you're gonna ban the word owner, you better ban these. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> exactly. That's just not fair to a lot of men out there. So right. <laughs> just a heads up. Just maybe eat a bigger breakfast than you're supposed to beforehand, and no, just don't do it. <laughs> or just don't do it. Just yeah, don't. Like, it's real <laughs> simple. Simple. Just, just stop. And if you're looking for a discount, just check the Grand Rapids area for the next couple of weeks because after hearing this, people are going to be canceling. No <laughs> doubt. I thought I thought you were going to come in with like the doctor told me that I can send out discounts on this. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa! I thought you were like, well, if you if you want a discount, 
the doctor told me I could promote it, promote half, half off snips, but you might pass out. Swipe up, half off. Swipe up for half off snips. Wait, Sam, I got it. So, like, I know you're not looking to belabor this, but like the recovery after, like, once you got home, has it been bad then too? Is it painful? It's, it's painful. I'm not oh, going to lie. First of I all, mean, you gotta, me, you gotta have an ice pack on there for for a long time. Let me cut, say, let me cut you off, Sam. So, Kyle, wait, I already been cut off. I was cut off on <laughs> on Friday. I don't want to be cut <laughs> off again. This dude texted me earlier today, and he's like, or maybe yesterday, and then today again. Like, yeah, I'm not gonna be able to like play in the field tonight. I'm gonna have to catch. First softball. First of all, he probably shouldn't be playing softball <laughs> at all. Right. The whole time in the back of my mind, I'm like, yeah, right. Like, no way in hell when game starts that Sam's gonna be <laughs> catching. He's way too competitive. Oh, and then, yeah. and then, so, so he then he ends up in shortstop. Like, <laughs> How's that shortstop position? Well, you can't. <laughs> and he's full. So early in the game, he's like, he's like. Oh yeah, let me get a runner and I'm running for him or whatever. Mid mid late game, he's like, screw this. <laughs> he's running himself. So in pain. Like you can clearly oh. tell he just his sacks just slap it up against his thigh. <laughs> oh, yes. It's black and, and blue. Oh. It is black and blue. Oh. So brother was, was it was right back I, to my normal self though. Just straight up stupid. I was, yeah, I was right back to my normal yeah. self, nose to nose arguing with, with oh, somebody yeah. on the other team. So he almost got everybody, into a long night. Everybody but. knows that I'm still I'm still the same old guy. Joey tried to come back to work the same day. <laughs> that was really dumb. Oh, I'm taking a month off if I ever do. A month. Oh yeah. And he <laughs> for it and he regretted it big time. Oh like, yeah. I saw him in the office. He took a knee because he moved awkward. Like, and it was literally like, oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, it's, it's a oh, lot of fun. Funny. That might have just taken, oh. taken one of our topics off the table, but I think it was worth right. it. I think we'll so, get... man. So on Thursday, the day before the surgery, the uh, NBA draft took place. Only two rounds. Uh, the Pistons were at 15 and took Sikuo Duomboyoya. <laughs> I think I nailed that, right? That was perfect. Perfect. Kyle, did you end up looking up the – Kyle, just tell everybody what it really is. No, I think, you know, I think that's the best I can do. I couldn't yeah. find the right. I nailed it. So they took him. <laughs> they took him at 15. So, uh, Kyle, your, your guy, Romeo Langford, was taking the pick ahead of the Pistons. Yeah. Um, so obviously that was a little disappointing, but what overall, Kyle, what, what did you think about the, the pick? Tell, I, I, what do you, what do you got? For me, it's too much of a uncertain, it's too much of an uncertain pick. So everybody's saying they, well, they were surprised he was still there at 15. And, and I think there's, I, I hope that there's a good point to that, that hopefully there is a reason that he should not have been there still at 15, but. I, we're not the Spurs. We're not. Do we know how to cultivate the the European talent? I don't know. We if, if Darko is any, and a lot's changed. I get that, but like the we the two first picks we got are a couple of European guys, and we I don't know that we're 
I don't know what to think. I think it's too much of a wild card. I think like how- like, how are our scouts over there? Like, do you know much about that, Kyle? Or I'm... And I don't, to be honest. Look, I mean, we I... don't even have a GM, let alone know who the heck our scouts are. We right. have a, that's the thing. We have a part-time GM. Not part-time, but we have an interim mm-hmm. GM. Like, I, like, man, I don't know. I just think there was guys left on that board, too, who were more of a... A, maybe, a better fit? Yeah, and I think they're maybe. trying to hit a home run when they could have hit a double and put someone on base, if that makes sense. Like, um, but but a lot of times you're trying to hit a home run, you swing for the fence and you strike out. Like that's true. Yeah. And I feel like that's what this is. I feel, I, I didn't like most of the picks. I didn't. Yeah. You know, and and I don't know about you guys. So I'm not a, I'm not a big NBA guy and and I I don't want to hate on, on the NBA as a whole again, because I, I do that a lot, but did did you guys watch the draft? And when you're watching that, are you confu- as confused as I am? I mean, yes. you have yeah, – Even I am. Like, even the Lakers – so they were at the number four. So Lakers draft DeAndre Hunter. Lakers are currently in discussions to trade this pick to the Pelicans, who reportedly will trade the pick to the Hawks. Like, what am I watching? <laughs> Why are those still being discussed? Like – and and it's the NBA's. Sorry, we're going off on a tangent here, but I'm I'm just absolutely livid about this. It's the stupid NBA having the draft before the new current year has started or current season has started. Like, delay it or start your season earlier. Yeah. Nobody has rules on when the NBA can start your season, so just move it up so these deals can be official. Why? That's crazy. Why is that Lakers yeah. trade not even official yet? No, and it, when you got it, Anthony like Davis sitting there wearing Lakers jerseys, it's like, and that's how dumb it is. It like is that, so stupid. And and I'm looking at the list of the whole draft, and you got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven of them in the first round are drafted by one team, but are discussed to be traded or have already been traded and to another yeah. team. And it's just like. And the worst part about is the Lakers traded this pick How to the Pelicans who are discussing trading to the Hawks. Okay, so if the trade doesn't go through, do they have DeAndre Hunter? Like, it's just – it's so confusing. Right. It, it, so it, confusing. I feel like it takes the excitement out of the draft. Like, make things official. Don't tell me that, oh, yeah, this is Lakers pick, but they traded – Why Why don't they just trade the pick? Like – the N, like the NFL well, does. Well, I'll tell you why, and it's because you can only trade your first round pick, and you can't like you can't trade your first round pick on back to back years or something stupid like that. Which it's, it's a weird rule. It's a stupid yeah. rule because if a team wants to tr- like, why do you even have those rules? If you want to trade, that sounds pick, like the, just trade. Sounds like Cuba rule. or Nazi Germany. Yeah, or it does sound yeah. a little bit like that. But we went off on a little bit there. But uh, all right, so. Sikuo Dumboyoa, yeah. I mean, from what – and after the pick, and obviously read into a little bit, it sounds like the dude has a lot of talent. He uh, does. Where, where I, is he out of? What was, was uh, it France. The, he was playing in the French League, and it was yeah. pretty solid there. Well, he has a lot of talent in France. That's my concern. Like, I, what exactly does that mean? Um, the The – the highest league in France is not the NBA. Is it, is it equivalent to the G league? Is it equivalent to Sam? You and I were talking about this. Like is 
yeah. one of the best teams in France. What if they play Duke? What if they yeah, play? Yeah, what would happen? Like, what if they that... what if they played a state, a high school team or a AAU team? Like, I honestly think a lot of those teams could probably compete with these other leagues. I in, think so too. In France and all that stuff. Like, yeah. I mean, I'm not, he's NBA, not even French. No, no, he's yeah. not. He's from oh. New Guinea, I think. Yeah, I, don't, I couldn't tell you. So, so like, how did that, like, what's his story? And so I look at it on like twofold here. Like, we're, we're, we love sports and we, we're, we feel like we're very good at some, like, different sports and different things that are better than others. Great. But shoot, we're having a podcast talking about sports, right? Yeah. Life's good. But we don't know everything. And we don't claim oh, to. Oh, so no, like, I, yeah. like, and I think there's a, I think a lot of people can get blinded by this. Is it like, maybe this dude's better than we think. Like, yeah. well, and that could be, maybe yeah, that's I, Homer and me being like, ah, they know what they're doing. Well, I mean, like right. kind of like Kyle yeah. already said is they expected him to be drafted earlier. So they did. Yeah. It, it's, it, it'll be interesting to see what he pans out to be. I mean, it, it's not necessarily like a, a reach, like we'll, we'll kind of get into with the Red Wings a little bit, but it's more he's only eighteen. Yeah, he's eighteen years old, so oh, he's yeah, young. He's crazy young, yeah, yeah. So I was so, gonna say that so perfect he's time crazy. to have like a four-year deal to see him go somewhere else. Yeah, and you know, and as funny as as we were talking about it earlier, is like who are these guys from other countries and stuff? Is you look at the NBA awards, you got Pascal Siakam. He he won most improved player. You got Giannis Anna Copacorva or whatever you want to call him. Copa, the Greek freak. The Greek freak. He won MVP. And you got Luka Doncic, who won Rookie of the Year. All non American players. All, so, great. I mean, maybe maybe it's the way the, the the league's going. And I mean, if if he's the best or you know top three player out of the United States, like, I, maybe it'll work. Maybe, right. maybe. I yeah. mean, you go into the draft like they—they were talking. Oh, you're not going to get a Greek freak at 15. Yeah, that was a once in a lifetime type of pick. They were lucky to get him where they did. I don't remember where he was picked, but that's kind of what you heard. Is like, you heard, oh, you get the Kawhi Leonard's of the world, the Greek freaks of the world, and somebody. It's like there might be a chance. I mean, when when the Pistons get well, at 17, yeah. you got an 18 year old. You got a guy that has all the talent in the world. It sounds like. Could this end up being our Greek freak? Like, could he ironically, be a difference maker? Ironically, the Greek freak was drafted number 15. Okay, that, yes. I, I do. That's, well, I go. thought I was on the right track of that, but I, I wasn't positive of, of, of the, the numbers. But, you, you know, it, maybe that's just a different world that we're getting into with the NBA, that the, yeah. the recruiting is more important than – Yeah, maybe we don't know that. Players out of, out of yeah. everywhere. Yeah, right. yeah. So, but I mean, and some of these foreign players also do play college in, you know, like a true, bowl, like a yeah, or sorry, not bubble. Um, but there was um, a couple guys who yeah, they come and play here. Uh, that's more of a sure pick to me. Yeah, uh, it, it, you guys are and, both and honestly right. And, and could be great. Yeah, and, and maybe this is just and, like our 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 brains are have been groomed to this. Like NFL, you know who you're picking. Like we know or we've heard most of these guys' names, and we can be excited about them. 
Yeah. NBA right, you- has has always been that. That's always been the case. Is like you're getting these top level NCAA players. You're getting the guys out of high school. You're getting the top players. Like we know who they are. Maybe the NBA is kind of turning a little bit more to the NHL, which we'll get into later. Where you just don't know half the guys that are getting drafted. So yeah. so yeah. it's really funny. Like coming off of what you're saying there. Like when I'm looking at like grades from people that claim to be experts, I guess like us. It they like it's from like A to to F. It's all like, over yeah, the because because yeah. and the funny part is the people that are given like D, C's, and F's, they're like, yeah, we don't know anything about them. Yeah. Well, because you don't know anything about them. Yeah, just because I, mean, I don't know something right. doesn't mean it's a bad pick. Exactly. So, but, my, but my only point to that is that the, I think the people that are giving him A's and B's are saying he was amazing in France. Yeah. But they don't know what that translates into here. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, that was something that I was kind of looking at. So the videos of like all of these foreign players that were getting drafted is, is you have, you have a completely empty stadium. Like, I don't know if you guys were seeing that during the draft, like they were showing highlights. There is nobody there. Would you guys rather take somebody that's, that has had that pressure of the NCAA of that crowd, just going absolute nuts and like grooming you a little bit more from the NBA? Like, I mean, making a free throw is pretty easy when there's eight people watching, but when there's 15, million or wow 15 15 thousand and then when you get in the nba you're looking at what third 24 thousand or something 20 to like that? 40 yeah that's a huge difference oh it is so yeah. i don't know it was just something that i noticed when i was watching but um before we move on from the pistons i the thing that really bothered me so kyle do you do you happen to have the uh the trade that was made on wednesday before the draft that the, the pistons uh, made? I do. so yeah yep all right, can you read that off for, for our listeners, please? Yeah, I mean, so basically, at, at some point, this is a little backstory right here, but the, the Pistons were trying to trade up for the 30th from 30 to 23. That was never going to work. Um, but with sorry, Kevin hold, Porter, sorry, before you keep going, I, I was talking about the trade um, that got us the 30th pick. Do you have that? Oh, okay, yeah. I mean, you're basically, you're talking about Cleveland, the one with Cleveland. No, the Bucks. So we got the oh, Bucks pick. Sorry. sorry, no big deal. I, I I misspoke there. So basically, what happened on Wednesday, and and Kyle's gonna look it up as I, as I talk here. But they the the Pistons traded. Holy smokes! I don't have either of the names. Um, someone to the Bucks, and then we took a bad salary that the Bucks have. Tony um, Snell. Yes. A, yes. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Yep. So the Pistons got Snell. And then they also got the Bucks first round draft pick at 30th. So as soon as that happened, and if you guys listened to the last podcast, like I was like, all right, if the Pistons are all in, like be aggressive, make a move, either move up in the draft or, or add another first round pick, all that good stuff. So they added a first round pick and I'm getting excited. I'm like getting that tingling in my yeah. pants. Is like something is going to happen. They're going to go up and get somebody that they want. <laughs> Actually, there's no tingling in my pants because we, we all know why, but. Right, we heard that. <laughs> but, but, yeah, it's like I felt like the Pistons had a vision and they were excited about it and they were like, all right, we're going to go in and, and make a couple moves. Maybe move up and get Romeo Langford that went the pick ahead of us. Like if they yeah. moved up three spots using that 30th pick, like would that have done the job? Who knows? But so as the, as the draft goes on, you know, the Pistons didn't move up. They took Doomboy Ayo. Yeah, 
at 15. Yeah. Things happen. Uh, so the 30th picks there for the Pistons. And Kevin Porter Jr. was still sitting there. Who? Yeah. Everybody has been told that they he has the highest – like he has a very high ceiling. Nobody knows yes. what he truly is, what he could be attitude-wise. No, all of those question marks. And I'm excited. I'm sitting there. I'm like, oh, my gosh. They're going to get a top 10 talent at 30. This is going to be awesome. It's going to be exactly what we need. We got the 15th pick. We got the 30th pick. Two top 10 talents, really, is what it would come down to. Yeah, hopefully. And then they, right, yeah. and then they just, nah, just trade them away. They trade them away for, I want to say, four second-round picks from the Cavaliers. Who's from? Who knows other teams? Like uh, obviously getting back into the, all the confusing parts of of the NBA draft, but it's like, yeah. what are you doing, Pistons? Uh, tw- like, a 2020, 2021, 2023, and twenty twenty four in cash. I, oh my gosh, that so, what a great trade! You know, we just dr- so, we we passed up on a top ten talent to get four guys that'll play in the G League, maybe mm-hmm. in the second round. Like, what are you doing? Like, I understand that you can turn those second-round picks into something else when, when the time comes, but right there you had a player. And I'm sorry, this is the NBA. Character is always going to be an issue, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. So I'm not – why are – this is a Pistons team that has made moves – that are telling us that they want to win and win now, right? Yeah. They've made well, move I, after move to at least pretend, we, pretend that's what they want. And then you pass up on a very good talent for cheap for, for more G League players down more, the road. Yeah. To fill a bench, basically. To, yeah. And yeah. these are players that have nothing to do with this team now. So I don't – Yeah. Oh, I oh I got so frustrated when I saw that. What do you got, Kyle? I just I don't I don't get the whole move. I don't. And part of me thinks like, okay, they're trying to free up some of that cash, some of that. But the, <laughs> they're not. With what are what you gonna have, do with it? With what they have available next year, there's not enough money to do anything. No. And, and they're and, telling us that they want to win now. That's that's where I, I feel like they're telling us one thing and they're doing. The exact opposite. Yeah. And well, that's yeah. You, that, you tell us you want to win now, and then draft like two of the youngest players. Yeah. Uh, I mean, well, the guy they got from from Dallas was he's also he's just nineteen. Like. Yeah. So you took which somebody, does us no good for having Blake Griffin and Andre Drummond. Yeah, a couple aging veterans. I yeah. Mean, maybe not quite, but you know that yeah. will probably be gone by the time these guys. Mm-hmm. By the time we know what they truly are, and. Right. Don't get me wrong. I understand development, and I'm okay with development. Just admit to what you're doing, and do it. Yeah. And they Develop told it. us they were going to do one thing, and they did the exact opposite. And yeah. I, that is the exact opposite of what I said last episode. I was like, if they go double down and say we're doing it and we're going all in, I would have been, hey, all right, that's the way you're doing it. That's the way it's going to go, and I'm sure it's going to fail, but. That's fine. Do what you do. They're telling us one thing. They're doing the opposite. And for a, a, a Pistons fan, which I am a Pistons fan, that yeah. doesn't do it for me. 
I'm not just, going man. to buy in on this buying and winning now if you're not going to double down on it. I just wanted them to jump up and get somebody in that top 10. And I, of course, like every franchise is saying that. Like, yeah. I get that. But, but I mean, you could have yeah. moved up to 10 and got Cam Reddish. Cam Reddish, yeah. You could have you could package but, together but, number 30, number 15, and move up five spots. I would have taken number 12 spots? of PJ Washington. PJ Washington's going to yeah. be a phenomenal NBA player. Yeah. And heck, I mean, you could have moved up one spot and got the player you wanted with Romeo Langford. So that's true. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm still mad. I'm still mad at them for that. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, you're gonna be a Pistons fan and just you're gonna rub it in the, in the podcast face every time he has a good game. Oh, I so bad. Like, oh, so <laughs> bad. <laughs> that was my guy right there. I, you know, there I he is. Like you. he just he dropped you. thirty-five. Like that's yeah. my guy. I told you. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so I don't know. It it just I again. But, but again, we are trying. We're we're comfortable with people that we're familiar with. Yeah, and I'm not familiar with any of these guys. Right. Well, that's, so, that the like, Pistons are going to try to build but, this. But way. you are, but like, so we're complaining I mean, yeah. about people that we don't know very well, that the average fan doesn't know, and which we, which are a lot of our listeners and us sometimes included. And, yeah. and like, yeah, for sure. And like, so let's, let's see. Like, I don't know that I, I, I know you, you multiple, multiple times have said, like, where is this organization? heading like what are they trying to do i have no clue but hey they took a risk and i think they've taken a lot of safe picks in previous years yeah I, look I, okay so let's see i, I mean I, I i can't argue with you on that but the risk would have been keeping that number 30th pick not worried about adding second round picks for the next three to four years and taking an absolute talented player with question marks all over his jersey and, and see what happens you could have got right. this guy for so cheap cheap contract he would have he is a potential star that you would have been able to fit under your your salary cap the pistons you can you cannot get a superstar in free agency period end of story you will it, not cannot no. so don't tell me you're trying to win and then you're passing up on a top 10 talent with question marks, blah, blah, blah. Like, right? I, I, am I, I wrong with this? Am I wrong? No. If I'm wrong, I'll, I'll accept it because I'm not a basketball but, guy. But if you're worried about three to four years down the road, tell me you're worried about three to four years down the road and sell. Side note, Michigan just lost, so looking forward to a game three. Yeah, that'll be uh Is that tomorrow? Yeah, tomorrow. Tomorrow on Sunday. I think it's Dad. is it tomorrow? Tomorrow at seven. All right, yeah. You guys wanna come over? Tomorrow. Yes. I think we can make that happen. Yeah. Andrea's had a couple days in her own or a couple couple days out, so we'll do it. Yeah. Mark we'll it on it live. the calendars. We'll do <laughs> it live. <laughs> For sure. So seven o'clock. Perfect. Perfect. That'll be fun. That'll be fun. Tyler's state I could probably get out for that. No, I wouldn't do such a thing. No, I probably will. You may. That's fine. <laughs> I'll start a fire and we'll burn it. But Sam, we're not it's not just thrill. Like we're having a bash at your house. Oh, like, really? Tomorrow? Yeah, like if we're gonna do it, we're doing it. We're having like 10, 15, 20 people. Like let's promote the heck out of it. All right. 
listeners, if you guys want to come, come. Listen. Sam's got a pool. He's got a Just TV. swipe up. Swipe up for the address. And you can, right. If it doesn't work, then you're not a good enough. And we will send you to Kyle's okay, that house. That doesn't make sense. <laughs> send you to Kyle's. I didn't do anything. <laughs> Mike is not here. Mike is off. Yeah, Mike, Mike is off. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. So, that was kind of my feelings with the Pistons. It was – hey. It was a, a high ceiling, but it sounds like it's it's several years down the road, and they're telling us over and over again that they want to win now. They're buying at the deadline. They're 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 trying to stay out of the lottery, which is stupid. Um, when, when you when you really have no chance, so yeah, they don't have enough money to really sign one of these superstars. So. I, I don't know where they're going. I, I have no idea where they're going. But I, I thought it was a great opportunity for them to kind of double down with the direction that they told us they were going and ended up not. So before we move on from the, the NBA, a couple uh, uh, Michigan players, uh, state of Michigan players that, that were drafted. Um, I think Jordan Poole was the first one at 28 uh, out of the University of Michigan. He went to the Warriors. Which, um, all right. Sorry, I'm going to go off here. Go for before it. Before you move on. Like, I, I'm so sick and tired of people leaving, Michigan players leaving, for dirt. Like, sweet, Jordan Poole, you got drafted 28th. whoop de freaking do Like, the second round in the NBA is like the seventh round of the NFL. No, yeah, no, you're right. Well, he, he was damn – I know, but he was – I know, but he was damn near second round. Yeah. So, like, good for Jordan Poole. I mean, honestly, him getting drafted 28th to Warriors, he's going to come into a decent situation. Great, he can shoot. But, like, you had an opportunity to come back and dominate and be a top 10 lottery pick. And not to mention the fact that Matthews, where's he at? Yeah, I don't think he got drafted. Where's where's the, the Brasdakis? You know? Uh, Ignis Brazdakis went uh, 47 to the Kings. So he'll get lost just like Jamer for that or whatever that guy's. In discussion of trading the pick to the Knicks, but yeah. Which is one of those confusing things. Yeah. Never to be heard of again. Yeah. When, you know, it, if they all came back, we're talking national title and probably three lottery picks. I, I – can I, can I pump the brakes on national title? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hold, on, hold on. No, you can't. Because, listen, we just made it to a national title with those guys. So, yeah, pump your brakes. Well, yeah. what, what year are you talking? I'm talking the year before, minus the other guy. But the yeah, I, I mean, I'm saying pool. Poole and Matthews uh, were only a year out of uh, being a national title. And then Prozdakis, I mean, he was – Prozdakis brought Sweet 16. Very good player. Right, and then you add – all I'm saying is the three of them, you add them together to what we already have, possibly a national title run next year with three prospects that are, you know, allegedly NBA prospects. Yeah. I mean, this ain't the first time that this has happened to Michigan. That's That's what's bothering me. Yeah. Like, like how many names? Harris, Morris, Ugh. Burke. They just flamed out. McGarry. He hasn't flamed out, but well, the other ones have. Hardaway's been okay. Okay. I, 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 I get what you're saying. And, and as a fan, yes, 100% frustrating. But for me, like, 
and I, I'm sure you, you 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 do agree with me on this is you can't you can't be mad at a guy for going out for a, a paycheck, right? But who got a paycheck? They will all get paychecks at some of to some extent. More paycheck, I mean, a bigger paycheck than we would ever dream of. Oh yeah, my teacher's salary. Yeah, I mean, state of my sports is doing well, but it's not paying any bills yet. So right, <laughs> we're getting close. We're close. Yeah, we're close, but it's no. It's fr- as a fan, I I 100% agree with you, Trav. It is absolutely frustrating, and I and I'm sure. You know, Kyle, you have that. The, there's frustrations there. I mean, there was a couple of Michigan State football players that went undrafted. Yeah, that, yep. that left early. You have um, uh, there were some state players that left early. I think that didn't get even get drafted. So, well, it, yeah, I mean, it, Nick Ward it, didn't. You, you definitely know. get that feeling, but there's other ways to get paid as well. Like they're gonna go overseas and get paid. Yeah. I'm, I'm okay. 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 Well. Let, Sorry, let me stop you because they're they're not going they're going to get paid but not forever. Yeah, you know they're they're going to get paid for a minute. I don't know, man. There's some people that can play I'm overseas just, for a long time and make decent okay, money. Okay, decent money for like a few years, but not like live the rest of your life have to do nothing money. What I'm trying to say is okay, like, but if, but if you're not going to get if they all came back. And you competed for a potential national title, Final Four, dominate all year. You can't tell me that the hype around them wouldn't just naturally bring them into top fifteen picks. I I, I don't believe that they would. I really no? don't. No, I don't. I don't think Poole. That was. No. I thought he went higher than I ever thought he would or could. So so the so when. I think Brosdakis, yeah, I think Brosdakis 100% could have risen his stock pretty significantly. But at the same time, who the heck is he competing with? You don't know. We don't know. Like, yeah, right. th- this whole draft process could change overnight that they start allowing kids out of high school and people are going to start taking flyers on high school kids. It, it is not about where you're drafted. It's about where, like, if you can prove yourself in the league, and get that second contract. They're all playing for that second contract. They're starting the clock now to get that second contract. And Which brings us if, back to the if funny. Poole, if Poole wants to bet on himself and he's going to have a good start, a good couple years with, with the Warriors when they need it, he's going to get paid for that second contract. Rosdake is the same way. It's like, okay, yeah, he would have loved but, to have. But none of them have been getting that second contract. You don't know that. If, he, if they were never no, getting a second every, But all the Michigan guys have not gotten there except for Hardaway. Oh, yeah, you're right. They haven't. So what I'm saying is discouraging the Michigan fans. different. These are different. I players. want titles. Yeah, so do I. So, but, so it's frustrating to see them go and fail. Yes, Trev. I'm not arguing with you that it's frustrating. I am frustrated. It's annoying. Like it, it makes no sense to me. It's like stay in school. And honestly, I, I guarantee you, if you could tell or like shoot truth serum into all these ex pros that that flamed out after their first couple of years, they would have said, "I wish I would have stayed in college and enjoyed that life more." I guarantee. Yes. Yeah. I, I am not arguing that at all. Yeah, every but I'm, level. But I'm, I'm also, and and. Maybe I'm misunderstanding you. Is I'm not going to blame the player or the kid 
or the, the student athlete or whatever the heck you want to call it. No, you should blame gonna, their stupid agent. I'm going to blame their – yeah, no, 100%. Or their, I'm going to blame the, the NBA agent. process. You know what the agent's trying to do? He's trying to get that money. He's trying to get that one contract like, to the next. And unfortunately, like a lot of these a lot of these kids have come from tough situations. Yeah. And so, yeah, like yeah, – it's true. and like they have a lot of pressure. Like – they have people that are in their life, like that are banking on them making it. It would be nice yeah. if they had somebody that wasn't just trying to take advantage of them. Oh yeah, just no, That's no exactly money. What the NCAA does. That's exactly what these NBA teams oh, end up doing. So true, well. right? Yep. And, so and that, true. Th- that's what I'm trying to say. Is like, I feel because I think they could get a bigger payday by staying these average players, yeah. which. Jordan Poole, average. Matthews, at, like above, slightly above average. Okay, but like, yeah. like another year, if they get into that lottery pick range, there's a significant, a significant financial difference between that and a second rounder non drafted. Yeah, no, there they're going to change. But, they're they're going to be, but, but, but I get what you're saying. It could like, go I, in the other direction as well. Yeah, yeah, like a really Matthews could. tears his ACL. But Matthews tears his ACL and he doesn't get drafted. Like, what's it? He's done. Yeah, but, I mean, he'll, he'll sign a free agent contract and he'll have the support of, 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 of an organization. And Maybe. He will, but it's – He wasn't that good. I, 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 think, I think we kind of <laughs> are, are all agreeing but arguing different in different ways. It's like, yeah – it sucks when they're when they leave early and flame out, but it's not. And, and like you said, like moving up to the lottery pick to blame them is, is a better is a better paycheck. But that's a better paycheck next year. They yeah. need and they have a ton of pressure from their agent, which we all know they sign and have deals with on the side to get that deal now. It is a deal now. A money today, a dollar today is more valuable than a dollar a year from now. Yeah, and right. that's exactly what they're they're told. And and look, don't get me wrong. I, yeah, but that that's maybe another day topic. Like just the blindage of that. Yeah, like and, and, I, and to argue with the, with the Matthews thing, he's graduated. He's got his degree. I'm hundred percent okay with Matthews going. The people that leave early, like at, again, we're, we're we're Michigan fans, like me and Trav, but. It, you could just stay and finish your Michigan degree for free, and that right there is if basketball right. doesn't You're work out for you. more forever. Yeah, if you actually take it serious like you should. That is huge. Yeah. And, and yeah. You're still going to be able to take care of all the people in your life. You're still going to – yeah, exactly. And you still have basketball to fall back on, like basketball coach, but you, you have this degree that you can do whatever the heck you want if that's what you decide. So, uh, and I think it's a really big, unfortunate situation that all of these, these basketball players in general are put in. It's, I mean, they're, they force you to go to college for a year and then you're being told to leave after one year by the other people. It's like, you're just being told so many different things. You you don't have time to really think about what's actually right for you long-term. You just have a bunch of people that are trying to benefit from you from your talent like do what's right for you for once just block out all like if if there's a a college athlete listening like block out everybody around you and focus on you what makes you happy what makes you go 
and that's what will take you far. And I think right. it's a bunch of, I think it's a bunch of crap that the NBA tells you you have to be one year out of high school and to before you can get paid, and then the college is telling you, you know, you should stay and we're going to benefit from yeah. it. All of those types so of things. Hard. It's, it's so it's hard such, for them. It well, is. It all, it all comes down to money. Oh yeah. And I think that's what sucked. That's what I'm trying to get a, the point across. Like that. I think a lot of these student athletes like get caught up in that. Like, Oh, I can make, you know, this amount of money and my family needs this and my friends need this and my, yeah. this, you know, like, like they've been banking on me and they've been supporting yeah. me. And while, well, they get lost in that. And that's why people end up broke after it. Yep. And then you have an and agent what, telling you, you know, you should really do this. You should. Get, right. You should and what I'm trying to like, my point in all this and before we move on is, is that like, if you were able to stay another year and do something special, you might get in that lottery pick range where you're going to not only get financial support in that, more money but you're gonna get more second chances that's a good that's a really that is a very good point if you're a lottery pick you're getting second chances over and over if you're 28 29 30 in the first round second round pick they're okay with losing i mean we think of some of the pistons second round picks over the years like you're not not giving them you're not giving them a ton of second chances no and so like i just think if you can find a way to get to the lottery pick you're set Without that, you're not. Yeah. And so I look at, like, everybody that entered the draft this year for Michigan. Like, they could have made a special run, and they could have ended up in that lottery pick, which maybe sets them for a longer period. And that's what bothers me. Yeah. Yeah. But that's it. No, and and I can't argue with with you on that. I I just – Wanted to argue from the other side a little bit on why they do it and why people leave early. It, I think we all we we kind of are kind of all on the same page of, of you know the the good reasons to stay and the good reasons to go, all of that good stuff. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, so we'll kind of move on from the NBA draft. Not not really a whole lot more. The, the Michigan players that were drafted. Kyle, were there any other state players that were drafted or not? I saw that there was some free agents signings i think but uh no no state players were drafted uh but the best thing the pistons did through that whole period was <laughs> to sign matt mcquade oh yeah, yeah. he's yeah. the most proven player that they drafted just an absolute <laughs> or that they signed yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i'm I, you know a little bit of a joke he'll around. be in he'll be in grand rapids before we know it yeah he will yeah. Which is fine. There's nothing wrong with a, that. He's a good guy. He's it, Yeah, yeah. I, I I think Yeah, I don't know a whole lot about him, but sounds like people like him a lot. So Yeah. Yep. So one thing that you know I, I kinda heard this topic from uh uh some uh one of the radio stations I was listening to, uh Pete Prisco, uh from CBS, I believe, came out with a top one hundred NFL players. I think oh, kind of chosen excited about this. Um, I, I it may have been chosen by the players. I'm not, not exactly sure. I thought I heard that, but um, when I was reading it, it didn't kind of seem like it. So, anyways, I mean, do you guys have any any guesses on on you know where where the Lions players landed? How many how many do you think they landed? You guys have a guess. 
is top 100 players? Top 100 players, yeah. By Pete, Pris- Pete Prisco. You think they had two? Okay. Two. Trev, what do you got? Three. Three. All right. Kyle nailed it, first of all. May have been listening to the same show as me. No, I wasn't. For, for real. <laughs> so, the, yeah, the, the Lions did have two. Before we get into that, do you guys have a guess of, like, let's say the top three players? Um, like, top three, like, in general? Yeah. This is his, his list of top three NFL players in the league right Let now. me ask this question to start. Of the top three, how many are quarterbacks? Two. Two. One is Aaron Rodgers. Number three. Okay. Tom. No, he is not. Which cracks me up. Like, suck a nut. <laughs> I don't even see him on the list right now. How? I'll agree with you guys on that one. That's stupid. <laughs> like, uh, first of all, his list sucks. Let's just move on. Next yeah, topic. Exactly. <laughs> like, Pete Prisco he just sucks. Do, he just won <laughs> another Super Bowl. Embarrassing. How is like, he not on the – I honestly I, – I had to have just scrolled past him, right? Like, he's got to right. be – Sorry, go ahead. Quarterback Where is he? Where's Tom? Rogers. Where's Tom? I'll keep looking. Oh, he's number six. Sorry. Oh, I, I good lord. Six? Yeah. So, all right. I'm going to name the top what, five. Okay. What quarterbacks are ahead of him? Just yeah. – oh, there's two. Aaron Rodgers and How? Holmes. <laughs> I would give, oh, I would give Rodgers the Wait, nine. hold on. You're shit. I would do. I would do. I think Rodgers is better. I do. Who cares? But I don't think Mahomes is better. There's no question. How are you going Mahomes right. ahead of Tom? Hey, you know what you know what Tom should do is just you know I you know what's funny is that's gonna motivate him all offseason. He's oh, gonna yeah. win another yeah. title. Pulse is so great. At forty. Chris goes like you voodoo doll <laughs> Right. Just doing weird stuff. <laughs> like you gotta be all right, sorry, I know we're getting off track, but all like right, real quick before Patrick we Mahomes Lions players. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna just start from from top ten here. Okay, on, Patrick go. Mahomes. <laughs> exactly. Stupid. Yeah, right. Great, great, great. Uh, playoffs, buddy. Yeah. So this is <laughs> you guys his, made top, it. his top 100 players. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna start from from ten and move down to one. So, number ten, JJ Watt. Number nine, Bobby Wagner. Number eight, DeAndre Hopkins. Number seven, Julio Jones. Six, Tom Brady. And then this is five, Khalil Mack. Four, Von Miller. Three, Aaron Rodgers. All right, so you, so you got two names here. So you already know Patrick Mahomes is one of these. How guys. is he in the top two? Embar- I, I agree, dude. It's embarrassing. But who's like, the other one? Not a quarterback. Not a quarterback. Played in the Super Bowl. D D E. No, no, hold on. Oh, oh, oh uh, my man from the Rams. I know what you're talking about. Aaron Donald. So, yeah. all right, Donald, do you guys yeah. think Mahomes got ranked higher or, or uh, 
Donald got ranked higher. Dude, get Mahomes out of the top 10. Oh, 100%. <laughs> Don't give me- like, I can't wait to see Mahomes not do anything yeah. next year. He has zero weapons. So, all right, so Mahomes is number two. Aaron Donald is number one. I would take, I would take like, Whoa. I would take six quarterbacks before Mahomes. I agree. I think I might too. <laughs> well, yeah, because you're a Stafford <laughs> homer, but no. But, like, really? Like, like sorry, I am, I am, my Adderall's kicking in. Like, can't not focus on anything but the fact that Mahomes is in the top three, let alone who was one. Uh, Donald. Okay. Okay. So at least he's number two. <laughs> yeah. All right. So now that we you so Kyle got it right with two Detroit Lions. Okay. And sorry. Made the top oh. List. Trav, I need you to focus wow. about something else here. I I want to try. <laughs> I'm gonna try. But so that, do you guys have have a guess of which Lions <laughs> made Stafford. the top 100 Stafford. list? Stafford. No. Shut up. <laughs> You had a bad year last year, so I get it. But, yeah, it's stupid, right? Okay, so first of all, you went from Mahomes being two <laughs> to, like, God, I'd take Stafford right? over him. Yeah. Right. Okay, not in the top 100. He's not even in the top 100. Anza? No, well, he's not in a line anymore. I know, but, like. No, this is for I this coming oh, season. All okay, right. I, I, sorry, I didn't know if it was, like, prior Lions. No? All right. So now, uh, <laughs> I'll I'll just tell you Prior, where it's at. Prior line, because I because I would have went with like Golden Tate next, knowing he wasn't a lion. I was thinking like previous lions. So actually, my guess would have went down to the zero. Yeah, one of them. <laughs> one of them hasn't even played a game for the Lions yet. Shut Trey up. <laughs> Who? Trey Flowers at at eighty one, oh, wow. uh, from the from the Patriots. Uh, he came over to Detroit, mm-hmm. and then uh, Damon Harrison. The big old snacks, dude. So two guys on the defensive line uh, made it. He was at ninety-seven. Oh, oh so wow. and then uh, Darius Slay was considered a just missed. Uh, Does that just get you pumped for Lions football? Slay would have been <laughs> my or, first pick. Like, or or are we just blind? Like because like in my mind, I'm like we got like eight of them. I I can name uh, Galladay. Uh, <laughs> Stafford, Damon How Harrison, Stafford Ray missed Pop. it. Yeah, I what does Mahomes go to, and then Stafford doesn't make? <laughs> Sorry, I can't get over it. I'm not gonna be able to. Mahomes, yeah, it wasn't good. That's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. All right, you got to win one game. Mahomes, Tom Brady. I don't. <laughs> I mean, come on. <laughs> it's like, stupid. this guy's high. Can we get another top 100? Like, <laughs> <laughs> This guy's I, I will. I, all right, so I'm gonna put some money on this. Oh. The Lions will have five top 100 players this time next year. All right, let's make a bet. All right, okay. So five and a half. Are you gonna get that half in there? All right, here's the deal. If if Lions are under five and a half. Five and a half top 100 players this time next year. No way. So you're going to say under? I'm gonna, I'll am gonna. i take the under. You're taking over? I should have said four and a half. Sorry, four and a half. 
Because I said no, five. No, I said five. No, you, no, you said five and a half. I so. said five. Five and, so half. So said five and a half. Kyle, you always hold me accountable to my. He did say five and a half. So I will, take, I will take the under five and a half easy money. And if you lose, you have I to this. babysit my kid slash kids for an overnight. If you win, I will take your kids overnight. Sounds like a great deal. Boom. Perfect. That's not even a good negotiation. He's got more kids than you. <laughs> I, just, I, just up me, I tried confident. to go down to four and a half, but no, I, no, no. under five and a half. You have oh, over Sam. five and a half. Yeah, I got over Sam. five and a half. Six. Okay. You have six. Yeah, <laughs> I'll take six. Screw you up. have to have six lions in the top 100 at this day. Staff is going to jump in. Darius is going to January, January, June 25 next year. <laughs> I have an overnight vacation on you at this I hope, point. I hope Pete Prisco is not just a Lions hater. Just oh, yeah, and it has to be Pete Prisco's too. Good point. <laughs> All right, we'll, we'll do that. It'll be fun. Uh, really? Mahomes? <laughs> Again? Two. Number two. Mahomes is number two. I can't two. get over it. Like, Mahomes. Yeah. He's had, what, one and a half good years? Like, I don't think Arnold is much better. I don't – well, well I, I'm going to say he's not better, but – Darnold? Donald? Donald? I don't know. What did you uh, say? But number one in the – sorry, I think I said Arnold. <laughs> <laughs> Aaron like, Donald? No, it should be Arnold. I like it. Number one in the NFL? Like, yeah. oh, man, a little overrated. Oh. I mean, don't get me wrong. I would kill to have, have oh, him on, on the Lions. Yeah, yeah. But, like – Real, there's real no fast. reason. There's no reason a defensive line player should be, or is he a linebacker? I guess it doesn't matter. Well, he could, he could change the game more than Mahomes. Like if I had to quickly go, like Brady, you know, Rogers, easily Rogers. Yeah, I, I would start with probably the top five quarterbacks, honestly. And and you go, I I'd even take Breeze over Mahomes right now to win one game. Heck yeah, as old as he is. Yeah. Possibly Rivers. I, I don't know. Like, yeah. that sounds crazy, maybe. For a Broncos fan to say. I know. Exactly. Uh, I mean, come on. Yeah. I'd take Peyton out of the booth to to replace uh, Mahomes. <laughs> eh, I wouldn't go that far, but that's fine. One game? Like we're gonna go just give him like the throne? Yeah, I, I don't get me. I think they're crowning him way hey, too early. Even and and I don't believe in this, and I know you're gonna be all like getting all hard over this, but like Stafford in one game over Mahomes. Like if I got a guy to if I need to make a throw, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, no, Stafford's not even in the top one hundred. It still works. It still works after surgery, I'll tell you that, because I oh. did get a little – I go went from oh. midnight after you said that. So, no, I, I'm a big Stafford guy. I, I think I, his, his season last year hurt him a lot. I think he was like 30th last year on, on a similar list. So, he, for what he did last year, he has no excuse to, to, to be on the, the top 100 list. I, I don't see it. But at the same time, dude, like, 
this a brutal is year. a very good quarterback, and one bad season should not remove him from that list. He will be in in this on this list next year, hundred percent. So, so going off that one bad season, I think that the hops beer of my beer of the day for me. Oh yeah, that's what you're drinking tonight. I am drinking the hops. We thought they were about to have a bad season because they were out of Stand Delicious. Yeah. For what, two three weeks or it was something? Too it was long. Yeah. They came back with it, and this is my first batch back at it, and it is good. It it is nice to have it back, and I know you, I don't remember what the grade is that you gave it, but it's nice to have it back on tap. Got the whole uh, growler. What do you call it again, Kyle? Growler. Oh, growler. Yeah. The, the like can. A, like a can growler. Yeah. And yeah. I'm just gonna jump ahead, and I don't know about you guys, and just give it my grade right now. All right. You know, been into it. We we didn't jump on it right away, but I got the hops and um and delicious. I'm gonna give it an eight four. Eight four. It is yeah. a smooth drinking That's just a good beer. sipper. That's a good, it is a really good beer. And and I feel like I was about to give the hops like such a low grade for a minute, as much as I love them because they didn't have it. Yeah. They need to have this on point for the rest of the year. If they ever run out of that again, I will be absolutely pissed. Right. That is like, you, know, you know you know it's great. It? I don't remember high probably. You got to give it it's good. Yeah, I yeah. so I gave it an 83 episode 1. Wow. Oh, you guys are close. Nice. Yeah, very close. So, yeah, thanks for sharing that with us Trav. That that was the first taste of uh of our beer grade for the night. Um so we're we're kind of done talking about the the lions and that that top 100 list. We are one month away to the day from the training camp. So mark your calendars. It's even though it seems like summer just started here in Michigan, it's halfway over, boys, and we're oh. we're, start, we're starting to get close to football season. That's one of the most bittersweet moments to for me. It's like. I love when we get closer to football season, but I hate when summer starts coming down. Oh, it's so right. And it just starts. It, you you think that's hard for you. Yeah. Like, I can't imagine as a teacher. Yeah, imagine it being for us teachers. Like I love football season so much and I'm so excited for it, but that means we're back in school. Yeah. That back awful. at it. That sounds awful. So. Ooh. All right. Well, Let's jump into the Detroit Red Wings draft. Um, what? Just I mean, how many picks do we have? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, eleven. Eleven picks. Sam, this is this is your passion, Wings. I'm curious to think what you feel about this draft. Okay. All right. Well, let's let let's start at the top here for for uh, the Detroit Red Wings. They were number six overall. Got screwed over in the lottery. It sucks, but it happens. It happens a lot. Would it have mattered? I, I, and that if we weren't one or two, would it have mattered? That's my question. I, Again, 
I'll let you go. That, 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 that's a very tough question. Don't, I mean, if we were one, two, we take Hughes or Capococco, no, no question. If we're three, we take uh, Bowen. Do we? No question. Yes. Okay. Yeah. But best defenseman in the draft. NHL ready. But unfortunately, we were at number six and, and we took this uh, Mortiz Moritz. Moritz? We'll just call him Mo. I like Mo. Mo Saito. Talk about our top two winner teams taking guys <laughs> that we can't pronounce their last names. That's a really good point. We're screwed here. I mean, what do you do with that? You, you don't. You can't even pronounce the guy's names, let alone give any uh, insight about him, right? Oh, I feel like I was I was good on the on the Red Wings one. Is it Mortiz? Moritz? Moritz? Moritz. Moritz Cider. Cider? Cider? I got to see it. Anyways, well, pick number six. Pick number six. Uh, he was the second defenseman out of the draft. So, I, I, I had a lot of feelings when, when, when that originally happened. It was odd. Uh, you know, you listen to the to the quote unquote experts on the NBC. You know, they're saying, "Oh man, well, it's it's a reach. He, they could have got him at at twenty. Blah blah blah." It's all right. After that's done, you listen to Pierre give his god awful comparisons and all, all that good stuff. You you sit back and you sit and watch, and it's not necessarily about the reach in the moment. It it, that it felt like after the pick was made and then you see all of these defensemen start going off the board a little bit earlier than the quote unquote experts originally thought you really start to think, okay, are these defensemen a little bit more valuable than, than what we are being fed by the media opposed to what general managers and organizations truly think about these guys. So I'm not going to be able to talk you guys off a ledge with, with this pick. It, it still sounds a little bit like a reach, but at the same time, you hear that the Oilers were looking at him. You had, you had another team trade up for a different defenseman, I think at 10 or 11. I, I don't remember off the top of my head. Um, so you, you, we, we went into this draft being told that high-end talent at, at forward and you have Bowen at, at the defensive position, and then it's a huge drop-off. I, I don't hate the pick. I, because I, I – I, same thing I kind of brought up in the NBA part of it. Like, we don't know enough about international players. Yeah. And from what I understand, like, Eisenman's had people over there, like, scouting these guys. Well, not only did he have people over there, he was over there. Right, and there was only three people playing in the what World Juniors that, or the um, sorry, not the World Juniors. He did play in the World Juniors. He and did. He played both. And at the Worlds, right? So yeah. there was three players that got drafted that were in there, and like they're all great players, you know. Like, I think he knew what he was looking for, and and. Like you've brought up before, like we have no depth at defense. Yes. Address exactly. that. 
Like, we just need a couple of them to pan out at this point. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we have absolutely – I think we have one or two one-way contracts for defensemen that are, that are going to – that are through 2020, 21, I think. I think it's DeKaiser. Right. Like, after Green's gone, it, it's literally all new defense, and you have to hit on these guys. And, you have to. And honestly, it, it, this guy, like, I mean, we're we're all hoping that – we're we all expect to see these draft picks and have them perform right away. The NHL is a different world. You have these guys that are either ready or they're not, and then when they're not, they're, they're going to go back to their junior team, go back to their, their country team. And kind of go and and just keep playing. And I, I believe he'll be able to come over and play for the Griffins if that's the way that it, it all ends up. But well, before before we get into all of that, I mean, it, it's the, the from from what you hear from from Eiserman is, it, I feel like the question was, you know, why did you think this was a slam dunk pick? And he he just looked at the gal and said, it, it it's not a slam dunk pick. <laughs> there is no slam dunk pick from six to 15 on. Like we're, we're taking a player that we, we have full confidence in that we, we, we want to make work, you know, and he filled a massive hole. And from what it sounds like, he took a competitive player with good hockey sense. And look, that's kind of the way the league's going at this point is, you cannot teach well, competitiveness, and you cannot teach hockey sense. You either have it or you don't. Yeah, you can improve a little bit. But the league – sorry, I'm going to kind of go off on a, on a little tangent here before we kind of get into a little bit more of the, the draft. Is, is the league used to bet on size? Like, that's what they wanted. They're like, look, we can't teach size and strength, so we're going to just draft it, and then we're going to teach them how to be a true hockey player. And that hasn't worked the way that they kind of wanted. Where they're, 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 it almost looks like they're kind of switching, you know, themes here. They're 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 taking players that they know are competitive and have hockey sense, and they will either make deal with the size and strength that this kid has, or they'll just work with it. I mean it. I, I really feel like it's it's just like another flip of kind of like we were talking about the NBA is we're seeing the NHL transform from one thing to another. And, and these GMs and these scouts are, are buying into this new day and age that they're more focused on, you know, the brain that this kid has. Does he have the competitive drive to make himself – better in the ways that he knows he needs to and does he see the ice well because you cannot teach that and and again i think like you brought this up earlier but the nfl draft for instance like we i feel like we just know every guy in it yeah right yeah like no yeah and, and we can all make an opinion like this is what our team needs or he's got talent or he's got character he's he's a great hitter but like in hockey and basketball too but like for sure in hockey, it's so hard to read that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it really like, is. So I think people get a little upset or were confused, like including myself or, you know, because there's guys like I was, I was one of Michael Boldy. I talked about that last last week. But 
Like, we look at that and, and, and we can easily look at a mock draft earlier and before we did it, and nobody's talking about that, go, that guy going the wings, and we get lost in that mock draft. Yeah. Like, oh, you're right. what, because a reporter says that? Yeah. Like, these scouts are scouting these guys forever, and Iserman doesn't care what the reporters are saying. Yeah. He knows people. He's, he's a legend. Yeah. He knows people that are in every part of the country. He can call and say, can this guy play? What's his attitude? What's his character? What, who is he? What's he all about? What, what makes right. him kick? Like, what? does he want to work hard? Because some guys yeah. got freak talent that just don't care to work hard. Yeah. yeah. Oh, we, we've seen it <laughs> right. in, in high school through, through all the levels. Oh, I mean, yeah. We, we, you see it as coaches. You see it as players. And, you know, what, I, I, I kind of talked a little bit about, you know, the changing of the guard. Like, you're, you're going after small players, which I, I feel like this draft was doing. But, I mean, th- this guy is not one of those players. I mean, he's, he's 6'4", he's 207, he's 18 years old. So, he's going to develop into a good-sized dude. But, I was going to say that. Is, he's pretty big, isn't he? Yeah, but the key is that dude – That's a big human skate. being right there. The, he yeah, can skate. Like, from what, from what I'm reading, and, and I, I'm not going to pretend that I, I've seen this guy play. I, I'm not going to pretend that at all. He's a big body that can move the puck and he can skate. And that's exactly what this NHL needs as, right. on the defensive side, at least. Right. Is someone He's with added depth. And someone that can skate. If you can't skate, you're just going to be walked. You're going to be walked left and right by all these young little kids that are coming around. I mean, you have to be able to skate and you have to be able to see the game. And I feel like that's exactly what happened. And, and from what I, I've, I've heard and I've read is, you know, when when Eisenman stepped down as as the uh, GM of the Lightning is, he was going out and doing his own scouting. He he was already preparing for the position he's in now, and he saw this kid in in person. And look, I'm not going to be one of those blind fools that's like because you're Steve Eisenman, I'm going to trust you and I'm going to trust you till the day I die. I mean, if I you might fail, be. if you fail, I'll I'll definitely call you out, but. If I liked the hire of Eisman now, this pick, just because I'm being told by Pierre Maguire that it's a reach, does not mean that I need to just stop but, buying in. But what's a reach? No. Yeah. In, in the I, NHL, a reach is, is a lot less than what we're used to in other sports. Right? I mean, it, it's – I mean, a reach in, in the NFL is you get a guy at 10 that you could have got at, you know, what, 42. Like, it's a lot easier to trade up and trade back in the NFL. You don't see it a whole lot in the NHL. And, and really, that's kind of what, what, what Eisman was telling us going in is, look, there, there's not a whole lot of difference between 5 or 4 and 16. We're going to take yeah. best player yeah. available in our eyes. And I feel like he did that. And kind of going back to the NBA is he said something and he stuck to it and he doubled down on it. He didn't care. And, yeah. and look, it, I don't know if you guys watched live, but you kind of like sat there and, and you've seen the clock kind of dwindle down and he's just kind of sitting there and texting somebody running his phone. And yeah. all of a sudden he just kind of like looked over at Chris Draper and he goes, all right, well, let's go. It was almost like yeah. they were trying to trade down, couldn't find the right buyer, and they're just like, screw it. Let's just go get the guy that we just want. Just take him. Who just cares take him. what yeah. Pierre Maguire yeah. and Bob McKenzie 
says about this. Let's just exactly. Get we there want. was no panic. There was no yeah. uncertainty. There was that's the thing. Like that makes me confident. Don't you think? Yes, and I, and really, maybe it shouldn't. Maybe yes. it shouldn't. But I, I mean, if he has a vision, buy into it and run with it. That's what I want. I don't want a GM like a Vila and like the Pistons that say they have a vision and then go off six different directions and still tell right. me they have that same vision. I feel like guys can, go ahead. Well, I'm saying, but from that same way too, when, when they do that, when they say one thing and it almost seems like they do another, you can't control culture. And I think Eisenman is a man who can control culture of this organization. And uh, yeah, I mean, I said to you, Sam, like I, after listening to his his press conferences and even seeing him on draft night, it's like, I don't know. I just trust this because I he is hell bent on what he thinks is right and he believes it, and I and I think it can work. I and I don't even know what the plan is, but he's got me convinced because yes. he believes it. He's not selling me his his how and his what. He's selling me that he knows why he's doing things. Yes, and it's huge to me. Yeah. And look, you don't need to tell me how a motor in the car works as long as you know how it works and you're confident that it's going to work. That's what matters yeah. to me. I don't need to be explained right. why, how, and, and all of those type of things. Like, I, I don't. If you can convince me that your vision is, is correct, I'm going to buy into your yeah. vision. Yeah. And because because you know that he believes it. Yeah. Right. In the, exactly. in the portion of the, it's so funny. Like in, I, I wouldn't say I studied this, but I really believe in it. That the portion of your brain that makes you trust something, it makes you buy something, it makes you take action, is that limbic part of your brain that says so, this person knows that. Yeah. Right. And and even the, you know, the, the guy we took, he was like, Eisenman drilled him about his life about his yeah. like the questions that they like when they talked to him so like he want it's like he wanted to know who this person was was he going to be a fit because yeah, i think he was surprised like that yeah. the wings took him at six i think he was too yeah, yeah. Well, who yeah. cares yeah who cares if that's who they wanted and and they yeah maybe they wanted to trade down at 12 and get him there 15 or yeah 18 it, and if we could, but, that would have been great. But what if he wasn't there, and then you missed right, out yeah. on the player that you wanted? At, right. Shoot, so you take. So then shot. you end up. Then you end up taking a guy that that the that the media experts, yeah. the media wants you to take. Right. Yeah. yeah. And and really, I mean, I I feel like a, a GM is is similar to like a CEO of a company that you you know you you buy and sell stocks based on the track record of the CEO and and what the CEOs long-term vision is for the company and if you buy into that then you're going to buy the stock and yeah agreed i, I kind of feel the same way with, with, with the red wings is is you have a, a a ceo or gm if you will that has this vision he also has the track record and look i i'm not going to go blind there are going to be some things that i question but at the same time is is if you trust him let him do his thing and then when it's time to truly question them other than what we're being spoon fed by the media, like 
when there's results happening and the media is correct, then I will listen. I'm not just going to base it on what they're saying now because it's fake news. They're wrong. 90% of the time you see it constantly with yeah. sports media, political media, every media, media in general. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Let me ask you this though. So you, you look at the Pistons pick and you think, Oh, like where's this organization going? They took a random dude from some random league from another country. But then with the wings, you're like, I have faith in Iserman and this random thing. So what's the difference? The the difference is, is the Pistons are telling us they're going to do the opposite. They're telling us by what they've done at the last two trade deadlines that they're buying. They're trying to make the playoffs. They're trying to move from an eight seed to a four seed. And now – you're doing the exact opposite by taking someone with, with huge question marks and someone that's more of a long-term play than a short-term play. I feel like Cider is a great long-term draft pick. I really do. He might, he might turn out, he might not. It doesn't matter. But I think their vision for him and for this organization is long-term. And they drafted based on long-term. They're not drafting based on short-term just because that's what they're supposed to do. Anything along those lines. They're, hey, yeah, we could add a player that's going to make the NHL next year. But what does that do for us long-term? That just extends this kid's contract. We have to pay him sooner. We have to do this sooner. We have to cut ties with player X, Y, and Z sooner. All of those things. Like, it's, it is – an absolute vision. He's putting together a puzzle. Eiserman is where it seems like the the Pistons are, are are again telling us one thing and doing the opposite. And I think some of it is just ownership and management in a general sense. And may I don't know. Yeah, I, you and, know. and it's kind of organization too. I mean, the, the 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 league they're in is is NBA. It's it's all about staying below that luxury tax, sneaking in the playoffs, getting that tickets, the playoff ticket, you know, revenue, all of that stuff. That's how you make money. Yeah. yeah. We're, we're in – look, I know that the NHL is a business too, but I feel like there's more pride in the tradition and more pride in the jerseys and the organizations that those are. I mean, your original six uh, team, you have so much pride of – of what it is like what happened yeah. with Detroit the last couple of years is unacceptable. And, yeah. yep. you know, as an original six team, you know, that's unacceptable and yeah. it's not necessarily about trying to, all right, well, well, let's make the playoffs next year and then everything will be good. And then we'll have four more years of bad. Like, no, it's all right. Let's take yeah. one more year of bad and then maybe take a step forward here and there to yeah. become the, six-year team that, that's making the playoffs every year. Like the Lightning. Better work. All those type of things. And, yeah, it, look, there's different ways to build a, a, a program. There's different ways to build a business. I mean, but what you want is a vision and it be consistent throughout the whole thing. And I don't think the Pistons and I don't think the Tigers are being consistent with that vision. From what Eisman has done, it looks like he's – He's okay with quote unquote losing the draft, the the first overall dra- or sixth overall draft pick, to build it two three years from now, 
right? I mean, I mean, yeah, the, she's trying was, to get what he wants. Yeah. yeah, he was the DEL rookie of the year. He was a captain at the World Juniors. He scored a couple goals at the Worlds. I mean, this kid is a great hockey player. From what from what it looks like, from what it sounds right, like, he's, he's not, he's not a bomb. Top, he's played against the top level. Just because he's from Germany doesn't mean he's gonna suck. And he's mean, young. He's young. He's raw. He's from what it sounds like, he's got great hockey sense and he he can play the game, and he's competitive, and that that's very important. Those are the people that are successful, not only in hockey but in sports in general. So, uh, I, I'm okay with it. So, kind of. I'm okay with the first pick. At first, I was like, eh, questions. But then you see the defenseman go. Then it made a little more sense, all that good stuff. Uh, from, from what I'm reading, Sporting News, you know, they're saying that six of these 11 draft picks are, are NHL caliber players someday. Yeah, it's not tomorrow. You're not going to have, you know, the Jack Hughes, the Capococco on the NHL roster next year. But you're – you're you're building and you know as soon as you can continue to add assets you can bring in more assets by using them blah 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 there's just it opens up options and when you have six players in one draft that that you that quote-unquote again experts are saying are nhl talent ready like or potential that's exciting so um to kind of move down the list so the Red Wings took a defenseman with, with Morty Sider. Uh, Antti Tuomisto out of uh, Finland. He's a, also like more of a physical defenseman. From, from what I'm reading with, with these two is, is both of these guys, from, from Sider and let's just call him Antti, uh, both of them are they're telling us they were taken a little early, half a round maybe, but they both can – they can both run a power play. They can both yeah. shoot. They can both skate. And they're both, you know, a little bit bigger guys that, that, that can be physical. Um, moving on to, to the second, second round with Robert Mastro Simon. Right? <laughs> I think so. Uh, he, he's kind of the, 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 he's under six foot, 170 pounds. He, he's more of like a sniper. He's a goal scorer. Um, you know, from from what I'm seeing is is he's kind of got one of those nonstop motors. He plays fearless. It, it, when I read that, I I think Tyler Bertuzzi. Um, if 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 we can get another Tyler Bertuzzi in there with with good hockey sense, sees the game well, can score goals. Eh, he he's he's gonna be okay. I mean, with with Chicago Steel this year, 31 goals, 29 assists, 60 points. Yeah, well. He played. He ended up moving up. He played four games at the U.S. Uh, ND, NDT. Um, he's going to go to Boston University. So sounds like we got a pretty good player there. Um, jump down to uh, Albert Johansson, who was a uh, more of a two-way defenseman. Hey, three second-round picks. Sounds like you got three guys that that could make the NHL someday, and, that, and that's really your goal. Um, you're you're not going to sell tickets with these guys today but moving forward you're 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 building and you're building in in several different directions your your first fill in defensive core which is important with 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 the way that this organization looks on the back end but 
you're also bringing in more more goal scores, so that, that's always good. Yeah. Um, couple. Other I think it was a good draft to talk about was uh, at, in the fifth round, 128th pick, Cooper Moore, uh, high school defenseman. Mm. Like he's a pretty good uh, puck moving guy. Uh, the uh, Kirill Tayutayayev out of Russia. Holy smokes, that is a name. So it's K I R I L L. Last name T Y U T Y A Y E V. Have you ever seen a last name with three Y's in it? That is unbelievable. No. That just must be an Eisman thing. He's like, hey, you got a Y in your last name? Sounds good. <laughs> You're my guy. <laughs> sounds like, I mean, that sounds like a pretty good, pretty good player. I mean, skilled Russian player. Ridiculous name. Yeah, played played in the. Uh, I believe he played in the KHL. Uh, played pretty well. So. Uh, those Russians can take some time, but if you can get them, great. And then, of course, yeah. they ended with a, a goalie, Car- Carter Guy Lander, who's committed to Colgate. From what it sounds like, he's more of a size guy. Uh, we'll see what he turns into. He probably will never make the NHL, but it's always good to have. You know, the, the more goalies you have, the better. So, uh, yeah. we'll see. Um but I, I think overall, I, what I was reading, some of the, the draft grades, I think people kind of lowered the Red Wings because they felt like they reached on the first two picks. But depth-wise, they got, you know, six, six-ish NHL talent players. So uh, I'm, I'm seeing anywhere from kind of a B to an A-. minus. So. Uh, I'll go with the A minus until I'm proven otherwise, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, for sure. Yeah, so uh, I right. we we kind of talked early on that we were talk a little bit about free agency. I don't think it's worth it for either the Pistons or the Red Wings, just mainly because you don't see a whole lot of of uh, opportunity, mainly because of the salary cap and just really the state of of each team. Uh, the Red Wings are still more rebuild, and nobody knows what the Pistons are going to do, but they don't really have a whole lot of space to bring in a max guy. So no. uh, it's probably going to be a pretty quiet uh, free agency in general for, for the two two teams there. But um, before we get into – Trav already gave his beer grade. Um, was there anything else that, that you guys saw that was worth mentioning for, for either either league – free agency wise or draft wise not nba i think you're right i don't think there's i mean it's going to be a crazy free agency it's a bummer because yeah the pistons won't won't be able to take advantage won't be able to really make any moves and that yeah that kind of sucks yeah yeah i mean they it's not only they can't make moves is i i don't think and this kind of just goes back to my my main topic with the with the Pistons is who the heck wants to come play for the Pistons? Yeah, like yeah. you're not going to get at one of these max player deals. You 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 can add depth guys here and there, but what is that going to do? Move you from an eighth seed to a six seed? At yeah, most, right. What is yeah. that? You, you maybe get swept with with keeping a game within thirty, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> yeah, but. No, there's well, truth there. Yeah, so Trev, awesomely, just kind of tossed in his beer grade, which is fine. We'll give it to him. Uh, Spell right. Yeah, I mean, 
Stainless is great beer. Kyle, we so on, on my part, I, I, I did forget to kind of do the introductions of our beers for the days, but we'll yeah, just yeah. jump in, introduce it, give it a grade for us. So I have from Odd Side Ales, which I'm trying to remember where they're from. It's not on the can. It's not on this can. Grand, Grand Haven. Haven. Okay. It's called the Stinger. Um, like a bee would sting you. Oh yeah. Okay. Yes. So is it honey? So it's a honey, um, double IPA. Ooh, interesting. Wow. Some, yeah, I was intrigued by it. Um, something does not taste right in this beer. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, At the bottom of the can. Is that kind of like the thing? (laughs) It might maybe it like stung me in the mouth or something. Yeah, I, just, I feel like Odd Size has tried too much. They've had like a million different styles and types of beer. That's how I this feels. Like this goal this, with the name Odd Side. Yeah, maybe a, like maybe. Let me just yeah. throw out a random thing with a bee in it. Good at it and just run with it. I feel like. right. I feel like Potentially, they have bees in that beer. Like I. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Like that's kind of how like. There's a weird taste to it, like so. It's a double IPA, so it's super hoppy, which is which I generally don't mind at all. But this has got some bitter, weird note to it that I can't really place. And yeah, um, I'm gonna go rookie score five point zero. Okay. Ooh. Yeah. I just I, I like I stopped. That's drinking. probably being nice. Like you're going five yeah. zero. Like you're being nice yeah. just because we love Michigan. Yeah. Like, and I have like this much. I'm just like, oh man, I'm just not going to finish this. I just, yeah. I'm okay. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's not good. Outside. Outside. Too bad. So, before I jump into my grade, Kyle, you, you kind of mentioned, I forget what you had. You had a, uh, a Big Lake Brewing beer last week. Yes. You, yeah. you kind of told us that, you know, you, you had a certain score. I don't remember what it was. Oh shoot! Hold on. It, but then yeah. you were like, you you even said like, this is one hundred percent gonna give me heartburn, and you might yes. regrade it. So, w- tell us a little bit about what happened. So you had okay. It was all right. Blood orange haze. Blood orange haze, and I said at I said I really I like the taste. I do a lot, but there's a lot going on here. And yeah. I said, I feel like I'm going to wake up at 3 a.m. dying of heartburn. Yeah, you said that. That that night, I woke up dying of heartburn, looked at the clock, and it said 2.49. <laughs> Which was like was, an hour after we went to bed. Yeah. That was a late, it was a late one, yeah. But I was within 10 minutes of being like, oh, man. I, like, I got up and I had to like, take some Pepsi or something. I don't even yeah. know what I did. Normally, but but you, like, you gave it a 6.5 last week. 6.5. Now I got to drop it to but, a 5.5. Five. 5.5? Five, five? Okay. I, it, it, I the best part is, like, he he not only graded it low and he had heartburn in the middle of the night, it's still a higher grade than his odd side <laughs> that he's at right now. I didn't think of that. Wait, Did, but could I, the odd side go down <laughs> even more? Could it go up? Maybe. Like, so like 5.0. No. 5.0. If you have heartburn, that sucker's going down to a zero. Yeah, but if I you get lucky tonight, that thing moves up, like, what, three three points? Oh, a minimum <laughs> three. That's a, that's a five points. So it's a 10.0 if I get yeah. Yeah, exactly. 
So beer Wakes up tomorrow. I'll just feel energized. <laughs> He's just ready to go. Like, All right, we're doing another podcast tonight, boys. <laughs> I, I can't remember if I gave the Great Lakes the lower score in anticipation of the heartburn. Yeah, and said I, it would come back and I'm score. Pretty, no, I'm pretty sure you. I think you gave it that it, score, and then you said it might go lower based yeah. on Harburg. Okay. Yeah, yeah so. then it then it has to go lower because it almost killed me again. Yeah, <laughs> it's still it's that still might just be old me. age that we're no, getting to. And that, that's not to say, yeah, I'm kind got of the 23 year olds over there, like oh, I don't know what the hell he's talking about. This is yeah, what's Harburg? <laughs> like, There's nothing wrong with this beer. Yeah, <laughs> so snobby and stuff. We're just the 23 year olds and Don, <laughs> yeah. who doesn't drink, but if he could. So, uh, uh, I so this week, last week you went with a Big Lake Brewing. So this week I actually went with a, a Big Lake Brewing. Uh, it's called Lake, nice. or yeah, Lake Hazed and Confused. I think it's come like kind of a dazed and confused uh, pun, maybe, or kind of play off of that. Uh, they call it a, a dance, a crushable New England IPA with blackberries. Ooh. So yeah, Big Lake in Holland, Michigan. Uh, I, I I've never been there, but uh, so I I really like this beer. Uh, I would go with a seven eight. That's still decent. Yeah, yeah. you know it's another one yeah. of those hazy IPAs that I always like, fruity and like. I, I've had three of them today. They're they're a little bit taller, not quite sixteen, but not a little bit more than twelve. And yeah, I'm feeling pretty good. I, I'm happy with it. I, I'd probably get it again. I'd like to see how it tastes on tap, but yeah, whatever I said, I would say seven, eight. Is that what I said? Yeah. So what was, what was the name of it again? Uh, so Lake hazed and confused. Ooh, I might have to try that. Yeah. yeah. Crushable new England IPA with blackberries. I feel like I'm going to try that what next. It's a 16 ouncer. It is a 16 ouncer. I feel like I gotta try that next week. Yeah, it's a New England IPA featuring citra and mosaic hops, and brewed with real blackberries. That does sound good. Citra, I always like the citra ones. Yeah, so it's been good, but yeah, excellent. Yeah, so tomorrow we are going to have a little watch party. Michigan, Bandy, national championship, do or die. Go blue. Throw them all out there. Go blue. Go state of Michigan. Go um, green. Ooh. Nobody's Ooh. here to say go white. So you're yeah, just sitting there true. by yourself. And, and, they're, and they're not playing, so it's stupid. I yeah. Agree. Yeah. <laughs> yep. It's the off season. So, <laughs> yeah. Well, unless you guys have anything else, we could uh, call it a night. And just want to thank you guys for recording. If Trav's still awake, he's yeah. kind of just sitting there like, <laughs> He looks like he's about to go. Man, how many beers did he have before we started this thing? No, it's that Trisha bought him the Wendy's. He, oh, he, yeah. He's, he's, that, and now he's too full. The man. Wendy's. Oh, what would you get from Wendy's, Trav? Two Junior Bacon Cheeseburgers, Ketchup Mustard Pickle Only, Large Fry, Night Night. <laughs> That's it. That's it. <laughs> I'm done. Do you like their Frosties or no? No, but I ordered one for Trisha. <laughs> She loves them. You wanted one just to give to her? 
And then yeah, yes, of course for I did. That? Or did she order one herself? I'm not really went? sure. I just no, I just put that in the text message I sent to her. I'm like, and um, a small chocolate frosty for you, <laughs> Miley face. Yeah, out of your your budget. Yes. <laughs> well, I appreciate you guys recording as always, and I appreciate everybody for listening. Uh, we'll talk to you next week, if not sooner. 